presented by the Common Sense Institute. Welcome to Common Sense Digest, the podcast that seeks to inject a little common sense into Colorado's policy discussion. Here's your host, Earl Wright. Now, welcome to Common Sense Digest podcast. My name is Earl Wright. I'm chairman of the board of Common Sense Institute and your host. The National Western Stock Show is coined the Super Bowl of Stock Shows. A recent CSI report found that the annual event held in Denver generated an economic impact of more than $171 million in 2023. Here to talk with you today is Paul Andrews, the CEO and president of National Western Stock Show and Complex. Paul is a great partner in the report. He provided data and insights about the show, and then helped us inform us even further for our analysis. We're recording this today before the first day of the 2024 Stock Show. I understand, Paul, that you'll be welcoming more than 700,000 people to the event over the next 16 days. Thank you so much for your time. And how are you and your team feeling? You've got an incredible project in your hands for 16 days. Well, we are ready to go, Earl. And and let me start by saying thank you for having me. I uh, I always look forward to these uh, sort of informational uh, conversations about the National Western Stock Show. But Staff and I are ready. We just, uh, you know, we have to hire about a thousand people to uh, to put on the National Western Stock Show. I carry a full time staff of a hundred from February to December, but I have to hire another thousand people just to run the National Western for the sixteen days, and uh, that's that's one of my biggest challenges here. But we are fully staffed as of today, one day prior to the show. How in the world do you find a thousand people beyond your hundred? to uh, staff for just a short period of time. How does, how does that work? Yeah, I'll tell you, there are some people that have continued to come back on part-time work for us in uh, December and January. And, and they, they're probably of that thousand, about 800 of them are people that continually, year after year, come back to work for us during stock show. They take their vacation time from their work so they can come work at the National Western. It means that much to them. So, so really, although it is a daunting task, we're, we're lucky to have individuals that have kind of made it their annual pilgrimage to come here and work for us uh, because they just love this event and love what it, what it means. Boy, that says a whole lot about the culture you've created, Paul. Your bio says you're the president and CEO of both the National Western Stock Show and the Complex. Now, Coloradans are very familiar with the show, but help us understand the connection between the complex and the National Western Center and the show itself. How does that work? So the stock show obviously is the January event that is the behemoth, is frankly about 85 to 90 percent of our annual revenue. And we are a 501c3 founded on education and agriculture back in 1906. But February to December, I still have a great complex here. And it's a multi-use complex. So we rent out these facilities and have uh, certainly I'm in the 14th year of my tenure here. And uh, we do about 175 to 200 events a year outside of the stock show. So everything from concerts to cheerleading competitions, wrestling tournaments, the boat RV travel show, uh, expos of all kinds. We've had uh, uh, the home show is here. So those type of events are driving year-round income for us so that we can continue to pay our staff and continue to use the complex to drive economic impact for the city of Denver. I want to follow up on this, but a little bit later, I want to 
first go to today and what's going on. Uh, your show gets about 700,000 attendees, which is more than filling the Empower Field for the Broncos uh, home game 10 times. Are most of these people coming from Denver or from Colorado? Or tell us about the, the folks that are coming in attendance. Uh, can I be so bold? Is it, it's an international event as well as a national event? You bet. It, it is It is all of that. So we will check in all 50 states to the National Western Stock Show at this year's show in 2024. All 50 states are here either showing livestock, competing in our horse show, competing in our rodeo, or having a trade show exhibition here. So, so that is amazing. This is the first time in my history that all 50 states are on site, and that is just unbelievable. However, the majority of the attendees are coming from Colorado. I think the report from CSI showed about 92% coming from Colorado. And it is fair to say that all 64 counties are going to be represented here at the National Western Stock Show one way or another. It just shows you the amazing breadth of this show, Earl. We also have about 35 countries that will check in. We've already checked in. It's a day before the show. As you and I are talking, we've already checked in Australia. We've checked in China. We've checked in Uruguay, Canada, Mexico. We will have 35 different uh, countries that are here on site as well by the end of this show. And they are from every corner of the earth because they want to find out how the best livestock in the world are raised in the United States and learn the best practices from our exhibitors. And that's why they're here. They come here to pick the brain of those exhibitors they can take back leading genetics to their country and make the food supply even more plentiful in their countries as well. So it is an amazing spectacle to watch that occur. You know, Paul, I went through and looked at all of the events and the time slots that you have. It's approximately 316 days time slots that you've got. And all the events that you have, you know, I'm obviously, um, you know, here from the West and very proud of what you're doing. But I look at this and I say, this is really something I would think people from an international perspective would really want to experience. I mean, it's so one of a kind uh, and the breadth of what you have and the cultural experience. I don't mean to think that we're unusual here in the West, but my goodness, what you are showing of the West for the rest of the world, I can't believe that you don't have an international international audience in your hands in the next 20 years. If this can keep up like you're going, I don't know what your plans are to introduce it more internationally. But hey, it's just I'm just a country boy giving you a giving you an uh, I guess my my sense of what could happen. And you know we work closely with the Department of Agriculture to encourage those international guests to come through Denver because we are known as the Super Bowl of Livestock Shows. And, uh, and so that's a great opportunity for growth as we look to the future. Uh, but really, the, the stock show was founded, uh, and we're very proud of the fact that we really are grounded in, we, we celebrate and preserve our Western heritage. That is, if you want a, a, a one-sentence outline of what the National Western Stock Show is here to do, celebrate and preserve our Western heritage. Now, we do that through a lot of different means. We do it through rodeo. We do it through horse shows. We do it through the Super Bowl of Livestock shows. We do it through our trade show. And uh, and we educate people on how the food source and the ranchers and farmers of America are putting food on our table. 
so that urban and rural can come together here in the 16 days and share with each other. So if I were to just give you a 5,000 foot view of the stock show, that's really it in a capsule. As you can tell, I think it has an international flavor where people really want to understand the West and understand history. By God, they come to the show. It's a 106, it's a 16 day stock show. It generates 171 million in economic activity and perspective. That is more than all the CU Buff home games with everybody in the stands, all-star baseball games, the Nugget runs, Nuggets run for the NBA Finals. Does any of this surprise you uh, as far as you've been there 14 years? Is any of this surprising you that here's where you are? Did you see this 14 years ago? Or is this something of a surprise to you how well it's been accepted? Well, I, I know when I started 14 years ago, uh, back in 2010, that, you know, I grew up in Colorado. There isn't anyone that grew up in this state that did not come to the National Western Stock Show. We all came at one time or another. I certainly was brought here as a youth, and plus my family background is in Pulled Herford Cattle, and we had a ranch out in Golden. So I was aware of the breadth and the large contingent following the National Western Stock Show, even as a even as a young youth here in Colorado. As president and CEO, uh, when I started here, we were drawing in the 600,000 range. Now we're above 700,000. We were also doing about 80 complex shows a year. Now we're doing near 200. So, so we've had amazing growth because of the great staff that I have. But I guess the 171 million when CSI released that number, I, I had a feeling we'd be at least above 150. But honestly, uh, 171 in 16 days is, is pretty darn remarkable. And uh, I'm very, very uh, happy with how that all came out so that all of Colorado can understand the economic impact engine that the National Western Stock Show is, which is like no other event in this state. There will not be an event in this state that someone hosts or creates in a 16-day period that can drive $171 million. I'll take that bet all day long. <laughs> we're, we're very fortunate that you're doing that, but also your leadership is leading to something more than this, Paul. And I don't know if we of the community have a clear sense of that. You're, you put a billion dollars into the Re, not reconstruction, I guess additions and some reconstruction and new buildings at the facility. And it seems to me you're turning that into a 360 or 52 week facility with all that you're thinking about in a farmer's market, the equestrian center, uh, all of the additional events that you're thinking about. Share that with us, if you will, because you know most of us uh, know there are some events there during the year other than the stock show. But it seems to me that you're turning this into something far bigger than that. Share that, would you please? You bet. And, and you know, it's really the partnership that formed over the last oh, decade or so uh, has really shaped what will be the future of the new National Western Center. So the partnership I'm talking about is clearly the Stock Show and the City of Denver have been partners since 1906. And we have a strong relationship together and the citizens of Denver that, that have passed 2C, which was passed in 2015 provided $765 million to help redesign and redevelop this complex into something more than something that just hosts the National Western Stock Show. So with that vote back in 2015, we formed a partnership with the city and we formed a partnership with Colorado State University, one of the leading land grant universities in the world. 
And that partnership has, has really sparked development that is going to be leading us for the next 100 years. You'll have a site that has brand new stockyards uh, for the exhibitors, which is going to be unequaled across the world. We are going to have a brand new livestock center called the Sue Anschutz Rogers Livestock Center. Again, that building will be second to none and a new equestrian center. And with that equestrian center, we'll be able to drive international shows as well as a lot of national shows that we just can't get today because we do not have the facilities to do it. So the, the ultimate goal here is to develop, you know, something that becomes the epicenter for Western tradition and, uh, and education throughout all 365 days of the year. So that if you come here, you're from Germany and it's June and you want to get a Western, a feel about how the West is, come to the National Western Center. Uh, we hope to be the Silicon Valley of the West so that you can learn about uh, the history of both the stock show and the West and, and share in uh, the other entertainment that will be going on on site. Uh, but that is the ultimate goal, is to develop all of this over time into uh, something that we all can celebrate together. Now, you mentioned that there's a kind of a joint effort between the city of Denver and, and uh, National Western Center. Give us a little bit more of a flavor with, with regards to 2015. You had that particular, I guess, referendum or bond offering. What has happened since then? I mean, there's a lot going on. I uh, no offense to you, but I didn't enjoy the interruption on I-70, but that's done now. <laughs> yeah, right. I-70 can't get pegged on me. So. <laughs> <laughs> what, what can we What can we expect over the next three to four years of yeah. uh, what you are working on? And, and how might the events, you mentioned events expanding, but 97 events throughout the year in the past, how might that expand? If you can kind of give us a little bit more of a flavor on what you've already said. Yeah, certainly the, the economic impact study of the center, which was done uh, back, oh, in maybe about eight years ago by, uh, by SAG uh, was the name of the company. And they provided a look at when you have all of these buildings done, and I'll explain what all of these buildings means. That means the new stockyards, the new livestock center, the new equestrian center, the new replacement for the Denver Coliseum. That is a big, big must have on this site. Uh, that Coliseum was built in 1952. And I, I don't know any other building in, in, frankly, the country that has survived that long to be a major entertainment uh, host for uh, rodeo and, and other things. So we really need to get down the road on replacing that. And then the final piece is the new expo hall. So when all of those five pieces are put in place in the future, the study suggested we would go to 310 events a year here on site. Well, that's triple. And, um, right, that's it's triple, absolutely, because the, the, the buildings right now are, are hard on the, on the competitiveness across the, the spectrum. Uh, there are a lot of other options for people to have for uh, their entertainment and their, you know, we got Denver itself has lots of options. So anyway, when it's done, 310 events, and then we'll see what that means an economic impact uh, per year. But they're anticipating maybe up to 3 million people a year at the complex when it's fully built out. But the study only suggested Stock Show would do 750,000 a year. We're at 700, between 700 and 715 now. 
uh, I would tell you right now that we're going to a million visitors at the National Western Stock Show when this complex is fully built out. I have no doubt. I'm a finance guy and a banker, and I'm not going to let you off the hook and not giving me some kind of a projection on if you've got a if you've got uh, uh, you know the, the triple of the events, 300 events, and you've got that in the National Stock Show, and it's probably 200 million today. Give me uh, not holding you to it, but just giving me kind of a range. But get I'll let you off the hook with the range. Is, is that 200 likely to go to 400 in your mind or the potential, let's put it that way, to 400 million in five to 10 years? What are your thoughts? Yeah, certainly the stock show economic impact, I, I can confidently say uh, us doing, you know, 700,000 people today. And I think we're going to a million. So I would suggest that if we are going to a million and the possibility, by the way, that the show goes from 16 to 22 or 23 days. That is going to be, we have that flexibility in the agreement I signed with the city. So if we did take the show to that and we do get to a million people, which I do think is realistic, the the 171 million uh, easily could could double in my opinion, uh, especially if we're able to take the show to 22 or 23 days. So, So I don't think 400 million is unrealistic for just the National Western Stock Show once the facilities are fully built out. Well, the hospitality industry of Colorado should be sending you thank you notes for uh, helping them uh, create a future for themselves and grow over the next decade. I want to go to the, to another side of, of, of that maybe people don't have a full understanding of is that you distribute 3.6 million in education and scholarships as a 501c3. Share with us uh, exactly what that entails, would you please? You bet. So we're currently supporting about 140 total students that are going to college in uh, the field of agriculture and rural medicine. And the scholarship trust is the majority of that. So 120 of those students are supported by the National Western Scholarship Trust. And most of them are at Colorado schools, but we do have a few at Wyoming also because the trust will fund Colorado or Wyoming. Those students are getting anywhere from $2,500 up to $15,000 per year uh, as they go through their field of study. So, so we're currently supporting 120 students through that trust. Then I have a Denver scholarship program that we're supporting another 20 students at. And those have to be students that are from Denver public schools. So we started that one after bond measure 2C passed in 2015 as a way to say thank you to the voters of Denver and we want to we want to help specifically Denver public school kids learn more about agriculture, and we will support them in their field of study as long as they're going into agriculture. And we have 20 students in that one. So between the two, we are giving out a lot of money every year. We're actually giving out $550,000 every year, and uh, the corpus of that uh, right now is at about 13 million. That is kicking off funds for us to do that. Uh, so that is, uh, we're very proud of that. And we plan to grow that as stock show grows to a million people. I can see that fund growing from 120 students that we're supporting to maybe three, four, 500 students that we're supporting. I think that would be an amazing result. Paul, how does a, how does a, a young person qualify for this? A couple things. They have to have an association with the National Western Stock Show in some manner meaning they either showed an animal here, they volunteered here. We, we have almost a thousand volunteers for the National Western Stock Show 
which, you know, between the thousand people I have to hire and a thousand volunteers, we're trying to manage 2000 new people on site. So uh, these prospective students that are in high school uh, have to have some association with us at the National Western. Uh, again, could have maybe they worked part time with us uh, also would be another example. So so once they have that association, they can apply for the scholarships and we wish them all the luck in the world and we love supporting them. Let's kind of go back to one of the comments you made at the very beginning where uh, ranchers get together, they have a chance, or people in the agriculture community get together and they have a chance to share ideas, uh, get to know one another. What is it that you hope from uh, somebody in the agricultural community, once they go there and they're part of the 16 days, that they walk away with? How do you see the the integration of various uh, parts of the agriculture community getting together and what would you like to see the outcome being when they do have that integration? Well, first and foremost, I want to, I, I would hope that they would see that that we're all Americans. There really isn't much difference between rural and urban Americans. They're all Americans. Now, the urban uh, side is living in a big city. The rural side is likely producing food for that big city, but we're all Americans. So I would hope that the urban uh, individual coming to our show can seek out and learn from some of the rural and the rural can learn from the urban because by sharing both uh, values and best practices and, hey, I get up every morning out on my ranch and I feed animals that end up being food at King Supers, you know, steaks or bacon or whatever. That's what I do every day. And, and the, you know, the urban person gets up and goes to work, right, at uh, various places in the big city. So, uh, but it, it's important that they know how their food is reproduced uh, because sometimes bills come up, right, through the state legislature, through a city council that have impact on agriculture. So, the more that the urban people understand about how food is produced, then the less mistakes we're going to make when we consider uh, legislation that might impact our farmers and ranchers. And I think it's a, the, the more we study that together so that urban understands rural and rural understands urban, the better we're going to be going forward so that we do not do crazy legislation that's going to impact the food chain. You know, I, I mentioned to you there's 300 time slots, but some of the things that I have uh, I looked at, like uh, it just says so much about Western culture, but heritage. Uh, do you have some kind of a uh, categorical way in which you try to put together these these uh, various events that are occurring so that you're not only talking about culture, you're talking about heritage, but you're also talking about the future with what you're constructing it seems to me that's really focused on the future. How, tell us how you select the, the events if you can. You bet. Yeah, the events have really organically grown and developed over time based on what we see out in the marketplace, for example, uh, especially on the horse show side. You know, 20 years ago, the horse shows at Stock Show were much different than the horse shows are today. Uh, one great example is we have a competition called the Horseman's Challenge, where People have to take their horse uh, in the arena through obstacles to see if their horse will go over, uh, you know, a bridge. Will your horse go over a bridge? Will your horse sidestep over a log? Uh, so that's a competition that really just came on the scene five years ago. So, so we're constantly looking through rodeo, horse shows, 
through um, our Wild West show uh, and even our dog show. You know, we have a, two nights of a dog show here called the Extreme Dogs uh, that people just love to come to with their with their families. And so we try to provide history, competition. And at the Wild West show, we're, we are talking a lot about the history of the West throughout that show so people can learn. And we freshen it up every year. I have experts that do this. I'm certainly not the one that should take all all of that because uh, I'm not a, a history expert, but I have experts that are that and they do that for the Wild West show. So, so that's what we do is every year we talk and, and look at the trends that are happening in the future and see if we're meeting those trends in all of our uh, areas here at Stock Show. Oh, I'm, I'm in, as I started off and I'll repeat it because I think it's worthwhile. I am in awe of what you've put together with all the events. I wish I had the energy and I would encourage anybody that can do more than one day. For goodness sakes, there are so many things that you could visit and uh, look at and appreciate and learn from. Thank you, Paul, for, for what you've got put together for us in Colorado and actually for us here in the United States. It's really remarkable. And it's I think having a chance to understand it would appreciate it. Paul, I don't know if you yeah. have any comments or not, but I please go ahead. No, I just would say that every CEO watching this uh, broadcast will tell you the same thing. It isn't about me. It's about the the great staff that now has the passion to ride for the brand of the National Western Stock Show. And uh, I've, I'm blessed with an amazing group of leaders here that ride for the brand every morning when they get up. And they are very customer service oriented and they're very focused and they're very to-do list people. That's the type of people I hire. And, and they just carry a CEO like me, guys. That's uh, that's what you want, right? You you want them to, uh, they, they are the reason this show uh, does great. And same with my board of directors. I am blessed with the best board of directors in Colorado, in my opinion. And I'm very thankful for that. And so it all works together to produce the 118th year of the National Western Stock Show. Well, you sound like a real leader, Paul. And thank you for leading this endeavor. You're very welcome. And thank you for having me today. Thank you for listening to the Common Sense Digest. For more on today's topic, as well as our research on the most pressing public policy issues facing Colorado, please visit commonsenseinstituteco.org. The preceding episode, along with all others, is available on podcatchers everywhere or on our website under the podcast tab. Our technical producer is John Ekstrom and Deft Communications. This has been a production of the Common Sense Institute.